0: this is malice smack talk we are here we're about to start up the show we appreciate you joining us tonight uh tonight we're going to be talking about some of the big news that uh, happened this last week and uh talk about our favorite wrestlemania uh moments or matches uh whatever comes up to mind so please join us tonight uh get get on twitch if you're not on it already and uh, join in the chat, and we're about to get rolling
1: here. Getting ready to seize your first opportunity to come into the ring and start grandstanding and hot-dogging, yeah!
2: I can't help but that I look good, smell good, Woo! can't dance all night long. When we speak, our voices are heard, we all say,
0: I bring it. Welcome to WrestleMania, uh, well, welcome to Malice Mac Talk. We're like the match number 22 of Wrestlemania 35, and jo- tonight we are talking everything wrestling. I'm your host, Masonic Vader. With me tonight is always Mind Freak.
3: What's up, everybody? And it's the road to Wrestlemania. I like how you try to throw in a Wrestlemania promo when that's still like 11 days away. But, hey,
2: you know. hey, 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 hey. Ronda hey. Rousey gets her promos out every week, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs>
0: easy for the guy who who takes about four weeks off a month um all right and then the other gentleman that's with us like always is a bearded master how you doing the guru i am
2: doing fantastic i'm ready to go long day at work and now it's time to talk wrestling on the road to wrestlemania as we enter the final week the last stretch here we go the best week of the year
0: Hell yes, I agree, and I, I I applaud you guys on your choice of shirts to this week, uh, especially yours, there, Master. I, I love the uh, the uh, Bret Hart shirt. That's a perfect week, man. So hey, we are here live on Twitch. First of all, before we jump in, everything, thank you very much to Malice Corp for letting us to do the show tonight, as every week. Uh, we appreciate them. Make sure that you uh, check out the site itself. Check out all the cool casts they have on there, uh, and of course, check out their main cast Friday night, eight PM Pacific Standard Time. Uh, and check out all things nerd. You can also find a lot of our old, all of our old podcasts on there as well. And of course, if you're watching or listening to us on whatever your whatever service it is, please take a minute to uh, like us, rate us, subscribe us. Review us, do everything you can except anything that's illegal and might get you 15 years. So, uh, thank you very much. We appreciate you listening. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight, uh, lots of energy, and let's let's get this thing moving. Uh, big week before WrestleMania, a lot of uh, WWE, if anything, this year has been uh, throwing out a lot of curveballs at the last minute more than normal. Uh, I mean, what's I a better way to th-
2: what's a better way to start opening not before opening day than throwing some curveballs out there? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Go Padres. Yeah. Uh. They're gonna get beat by the unfortunately. I don't care how much they pay Manny, they're still not gonna beat the Giants tomorrow.
0: <laughs> oh man, hell yeah. Baseball season, WrestleMania, man. Everything is going right in the world, dude. Um uh, Yeah, so we had some big stuff happen. Uh, I mean, I I guess we should just cut to the main – right to the case, dude. I mean, I'm just as dumbfounded as I was told uh, over the messenger earlier. Uh, Last night, we got a new SmackDown Women's Champion, and Charlotte giving it to her flair. Yeah, I – I, I mean, people it. people don't
2: believe me. I mean, people want to talk crap about Roman. I'm a Roman guy. I get it. Uh, but at the end of the day, I understand what they're saying. They said the same thing about Cena. They said the same thing about Dwayne. You know, Charlotte Flair is the female equivalent to John Cena and Roman Reigns. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, eight championships reigns in four years. We haven't even hit the four-year mark yet.
0: No, like, seriously, historically four years.
2: No, this summer. She they came in in the summer. That's when the first draft was. The first draft was July of 2016. Okay. Three years and eight months. So <laughs> given that, the way she's going, she's gonna end up passing out Ric Flair for the most amount of title reigns.
0: Next year. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna she's gonna win and lose it every month. Uh, my freak, what was your thoughts when you saw it, dude? I'm just like uh, he was happy. He's a Charlotte Flair fan. No,
1: I'm not.
2: <laughs> He's a Flair-a-night.
3: Oh God! Shut up. Hashtag <laughs> hashtag <flare-a-night. laughs> Wow! Bearded one out here creating new hashtags for no reason. No, um, hey, I was...
2: I'll make it famous. <laughs> that, that,
0: that, that's, because I can't, that's because I can't create hashtags. So he yeah. for me. There yeah, you go. Right. We noticed. Well, yeah. Two shows
2: last oh, week. And you couldn't even make up one hashtag. Yep.
0: yep. So we're we're talking about uh, mind freaks feelings and thoughts. Yeah. On, no, I apologize. You know. You know. It's whatever.
2: <laughs>
0: you
3: know. Brush it off. Uh, no, I'm pissed. Like you give Oscar the title, and you do absolutely nothing with her. You had something great there in setting up a store, You know. A storyline WrestleMania match between her and Mandy Rose, who I think is more deserving of a title than Charlotte, but you know last names Carrie big white in WWE, apparently. Um, and I'm just I'm just fearful that they're just going to give uh, the WrestleMania match to Charlotte and put both uh, both titles on her. Because that that with with that happening and this you know with how much they're raving and pushing into the first female main event, it's a possibility that could happen. And I know we don't want to see it. I know the fans don't want to see it, but
0: it, who knows? I I get you on that. Now, here's 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 what I thought of. At first, I was like, dude, that is, that is particularly strange that a week and a half before the main event, when you've got everyone – I mean, yeah, granted, Asuka's been hanging around doing uh, – like waiting to see who her championship match was supposed to be with WrestleMania. Um But then something crossed my mind. It gave me the idea of saying, okay, Charlotte's more than likely now going to have two title championship uh, fights on WrestleMania because you can't just have a championship not around. It's either that or they merge them, which you know they're not going to do that. Uh, So then this might open up the possibility of someone just coming in out of nowhere, an NXT bring-up, a signing that's quiet, Something like that to where they can come in and challenge Charlotte win the belt WrestleMania night. I mean that that's you're, something you that could happen.
3: You're you're not gonna have Charlotte fighting two matches on WrestleMania night when you have the main event of WrestleMania being a triple threat match. There's no way that's gonna happen.
0: It has it has happened before, and the way they got away with it is that the first match, i.e. the SmackDown championship match. Is literally five minutes or less because of the shock and awe value of who's coming out.
3: Well, but then, but then at the same time of it too, then you're just devalue If you're doing it that way, you're going to devalue everything that you have built up in the women's tri- the first ever women's main event in the triple threat. If you do it that way, you're just going to devalue it that much by doing something like that.
0: No, I, I yeah. I'm gonna jump in and disagree right off the bat because it's SmackDown championship belt, the women's championship belt. It's completely uh, separate from this main title. It's not taking her out of it. It's just – it no, seems I'm like not
3: there's – I'm not saying taking her out of it, but you'll devalue the the shock, the, the so-called shock and awe factor of what's going to happen. Well, bearded, one, you – yeah, yeah, you're yeah, really yeah, let's, let's hear your thoughts.
2: I got a question. Are you more upset that Charlotte has the belt or that Oscar lost the belt? Me? Either one of you,
0: both. Go for it! Hey, I'm 50 i I'm, I'm I'm upset that you know Oscar lost the
3: belt and they gave it to Charlotte.
2: Okay, Vader, are you more upset that she lost the belt or that Charlotte won the belt?
0: I'm more upset that Charlotte won it, and the reason why I say that is because they're 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 taking the main match. And I get what you're saying, Mind Freak. They're taking the main match. What they're now announcing is saying, you know, uh, the man, uh, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte uh, going for the belt, right? They're taking a little bit away from that by now throwing in the whole thing that Charlotte is now champion. Okay. So now there's endless possibilities.
2: So now let's look at it this way. We have two champions and the man in this match. The Royal Rumble winner and uh, essentially the one who's carrying this story. Given Ronda brings the crowd, Becky Lynch maintains it. Um, what I see happening here is I feel like if you give, I don't, we don't know the stipulation yet. We don't know if it's just for the Raw title. We don't know if it's for you know combined unification, whatever it may be. It, you know, or there's two matches in one now. But when you look at it, what I think they're doing is I feel like they're bringing the SmackDown title into it so that they're elevating the women's division. When you have – when you show the SmackDown match and, and or the Raw tag women's match and you have a SmackDown title and it's kind of pre-card, toss-up, one of t- ten women might fight for it. Nobody knows what's going on. We've seen it less than we've seen Brock Lesnar. Uh, what the hell's going on with it? You kind of got to figure out what they're going to do because if they have the women's match – headline WrestleMania for the first time ever, and there's two titles, and one of them is a throwaway title and one of them is the Raw Women's title, I think by bringing Charlotte in as the champion, one, you're going to elevate both titles. You're going to elevate the entire women's division. Secondly, when Becky Lynch beats their ass, she's now beaten both women's championships, carried away the Raw Women's Championship, which when we look at it, But it comes down to it, with the exception of the tag team titles, Raw has the main titles. Let's just be honest with that. Um, also, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with Asuka. And if they took the title off for this close to WrestleMania, I have a feeling there's something else going on they haven't brought up or talked about or mentioned yet. Here's the thing, we've seen her what one have we even seen, I don't think, think we've seen her in a match since Royal Rumble against Becky Lynch. So and she went a whole month and a half without even being on the card in the first place. So I feel there might be something deeper going on there. She might actually – i this is all speculation and rumors, so don't take it for, you know uh, – just take it for what it's worth. She might be injured, and they might have said, you know what, we're going to see what's going to happen. We're going to draw out the number one contendership, see what happens, see who's going to fight you, and as we get closer, we'll go from there. We're a week away. What if she is injured and she can't be cleared to fight? What are they supposed to do now? Not do anything with the title? Put it up open for grab and let it happen? Um, if she's injured and can't fight, then the best option is to put that strap on Charlotte Flair. Let them go into that match and, and headline WrestleMania. Given we have, a, we have one day, one one week left, something else can come about, something else can be talked about and discussed. There could be another swerve happen in the next you know five days. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm just curious to more on the Oscar side as is there something deeper, which is why we haven't seen her as much and why the actions took place this week.
0: Yeah. Oscar seemed a little off when you watched that match. Uh, except, except for when,
2: when Kofi won, and she was smiles at the end of the match. I mean, that was kind of odd.
0: She just lost her belt, and now she's smiling. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, she's the back Yeah, there was a lot of stuff about that. Um, but yeah, during the match, she did not seem her normal self. There, she was definitely off a little bit. I I do agree there is something deeper with Oscar going on. <laughs> that if she's injured too much and she can't uh, uh, give a good quality match for the. Uh, uh, for the championship itself for WrestleMania because obviously that's where you got to bring your A game because every match has to be solid. Um, I, I still I still want to say that there is a good potential that there's someone's going to get involved that we don't know about I, I I don't know what it is yet because WrestleMania is a good way to do it and what a what a perfect way to bring somebody in that either A has been signed and we haven't seen B that's been brought up and hasn't done anything potentially Lacey Evans uh or or just like i said randoms uh random person i mean we've got nxt happening that weekend god you got you got ronda rousey i mean there could be the potential of the four horsewomen starting to have their feud between the two there's so many different things you could do this this one last minute curve has has made it just i don't know you could pick whatever way you want to go and every way could be perfect you know it's uh, it's it's quite different from WWE. So uh, we're hopefully in the next week we'll find out. Hopefully Asuka's not injured. Hopefully she's not talking about going somewhere else because I think Asuka has found a niche with WWE as far as a good fan base. But now they got to figure out what to actually do with her because they've done nothing with her since she's had the belt. No one could really compete with her. So um, anything else? I mean, uh, mind for you, anything else, like any other scenarios you think that could come from this women's championship uh, thing happening? The only
3: other thing that I can think of is if you're doing it this way, then, you know, like, uh, like we already once said, you know, have, you know, Ronda winning the Royal Rumble, or not Ronda, Becky winning the Royal Rumble, have her going in as the only person without a title, beat both of them, walk away, Raw Women's title. Then you kind of set up the feud. Okay, well, I have the wrong one saddle because I beat both of you and both you guys are championship or champions and move her to raw, and then that kind of sets her and uh sets up a storyline, you know, champion champion possibly leading all the way through to Survivor series between Becky and Charlotte.
0: I can see that too. Absolutely, yeah. Uh it's interesting. Or time.
2: this ends go, up go. being Charlotte with the with SmackDown, Becky with the Raw. They make up and Boston hug retain and now you got all four of them with the women's championships
0: yeah and I hope again, that's start- not
2: what happens but that's probably the most likely of the, of the scenarios unfortunately
0: yeah mm-hmm. I I, th- I think this is the possibly the the foundation for that uh uh for that four horse woman uh that whole feud that whole stable and everything it just depends on what they're able to do with Rousey if uh if she wins, if she stays, if she decides to take some leave because she wants to make a family, whatever it is, uh, there, there's so many different things going on. Hopefully this is the – if it is the foundation, they've got to start working and possibly working towards SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also other people you got to remember. We haven't seen Ember Moon in a while. Lacey She's Evans hasn't done anything. Ember Moon's gone, gone. for a year. What, I, I, did, I missed that. What happened she to
2: Ember Moon? Surgery, she had surgery that. and everything. Ah, damn, I
0: missed that one. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was. Uh, I think they're in a the Royal Rumble or something, uh, something with Alexa Bliss. There
0: you go. Well, and, and yeah, there's Alexa Bliss too. I, I mean, I know, I know she's been injured, but it doesn't. I mean, she's been in some matches. Uh, she's she's showcasing her. She's hosting. She'll be there. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, we got a week. We got a lot of things. Oh, it, was, it was
2: the Elimination Chamber. She got injured, but she had to have surgery. Okay. On her elbow. On her elbow. So it was her elbow. So maybe not a year, but she's
0: going to be out for a while. And it just happened a month and a half ago. Gotcha. Okay. I missed that totally. I was wondering what was going on. I never asked you guys about it. shoe My bad, bearded master. My bad. Um, so so we got that. Now there's some other news, kind of like on the side that we can kind of throw in here. Um, you know, we've got the the situation. So you had you had some people announce some retirements. This last week outside of wrestling and there's already been some possibility of talk. I mean, we've talked about one person in particular. We mentioned this. I think it was uh, about six, seven months ago, uh, Conor McGregor making some uh, possible uh, tweets or hints that he might be uh, be seeing, uh, seeing there at WrestleMania. Uh, also, uh, Gronkowski potentially going to be showing up there. These guys both announced their retirements. What do you guys think? You think these are going to be some of the, uh, the the celebrities that show up for WrestleMania and potentially? I mean, Gronk's already done it before. Uh, Connor, I don't think has. But you think this is going to be their way of jumping into the uh, the the, the squared circle?
2: Well, I think they're both definitely coming over. Um, and, and like I said in our our production mess, our conversation, uh, Gronk night of, Connor night after. Um, reason reason being, Gronk has already been involved in the Andre the Giant battle. Royal helping Mojo out. Uh, Mojo, we don't know what the hell's going on with him. So I think, you know, him coming in and kind of helping him or whatever. But we already got celebrities in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal now. Might <laughs> as well have somebody
3: Gronk <laughs> in there. And, and uh, essentially a Gronk. And when over, I, I
2: say celebrities loosely there.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. But, well, essentially uh, yeah, I,
2: too.
3: If Gronk does come over, uh, you can get Hype, Bro- uh, Hype Bros 2.0 with Gronk and Mojo.
2: Just
0: Please don't, no. I mean, Gronk I is – I mean, Mojo yeah.
2: and Zack Ryder didn't even want Mojo or Hype Bros Part 1. Like,
0: <laughs> we don't.
2: Um, I do. As far as Connor, when it comes to Connor for WrestleMania, there would only be one reason for Connor to show up and that would be to come out with Becky Lynch. And I feel like when you have what's going on with that as being the main event and the women's main event, I think you need to have as little male involvement as possible. Even if Connor's there side by side, given you know that Travis Brown's going to be there, which I think that would be interesting to have him on one side and Connor hanging around on the other barrier. That would kind of be kind of interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you, you you then you build the story of, of what happens between them, and you don't want that because that takes away from the girls. Yeah, and you definitely don't want that. This is the first women's headlining match at a WrestleMania. You do as much as possible not to disturb or interject anything from outside sources in that match.
3: Yeah, yeah, unless, but
0: but
3: the I want to throw this out. Unless, go, for, go
0: for it, go for it. I was just
3: gonna say, unless Connor you know, Connor does show up, you know. But instead of being Rhonda it was with Becky, because you know they're both Irish and that one night, you know, just throwing that out there, country pride and all that shit, you know. Well
2: yeah, that's what we were saying, he'd come out with Becky Lynch.
3: No, you said Rhonda. You said he no, came out with
2: Rhonda. Travis Brown would come out with he, Rhonda. And then and he, so you have you'd have Travis Brown on one side because of Rhonda and Connor down on the other side already because of Becky. You
3: didn't say yeah, Becky. You said it on the other side. I didn't well, hear
2: you say. I was, back. Already, I was already talking about him coming out with Becky because he would come out because of Becky. As so oh, I, okay. I kind of implied. I, I, I,
0: okay. Yeah, and here's a little fun little tidbit going back to that really quick. WrestleMania did a great job promoting, or not WrestleMania. Uh, ESPN did a great job promoting. Yeah, I think it was yesterday morning when they had the three headliners on there. Have you guys seen the uh, how ESPN kind of put them in their text and everything? So you got uh You've got, what was it? Uh, Becky. Ronda uh, Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Becky, Rhonda, and Charlotte. Rhonda, the first person uh, elected in the UFC Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, first women, woman, excuse me. Uh, Becky Lynch. I, I can't recall. I think, oh, yeah, she was the 2018 Royal, uh, Royal Rumble winner, 2019. And in there's Charlotte Flair, daughter of Ric Flair. God, how can ESPN screw that up any more than that? I mean, that's. Well, I mean, you know, if you look at the
2: the tweets that came out after the announcement, it was like, "Oh, good job, good luck, Rhonda and Becky and the world's greatest female superstar, Charlotte Flair." Given that was from Daddy Flair, but you know, she's getting her love, and the other two are getting thrown in the bus like everyone else. So, hey, it's okay for ESPN to kind of flip the switch on her on that one. It's about time that Ron or that Charlotte gets the backlight and doesn't get showcased.
0: I mean. <laughs> You know how she is. Mm-hmm. You know what though? Isn't this great though? Because ten years ago, hell, even long—I mean, my time, which we'll be talking about later and stuff—but ten years ago, man, this was this was just WWE and people talking about it on 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 their emails and chats and Facebook and stuff like that. Now it's freaking on ESPN. It's a segment, and they're taking time away from it. That's how that's how intense and how crazy it is nowadays for wrestling. That now ESPN. And I know they've been doing it now for about over a year and a half, two years when they got coach over there and stuff. But uh, it's still nice to see that there's there's that recon- recognition of it and uh, and them taking time out of it versus just the standard, you know, basketball, football, all that kind of stuff. So that was really cool to see. I just I just thought that was kind of funny. That was the only thing they could give her other than the fact that she's a seven-time champion and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So uh, –
2: I mean, technically, at that point, she was an eight-time. But, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, good point. You know, maybe they Mm -hmm. could
2: have I mean, they could have said the first ever eight-time women's champion. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, first time ever. Um, Now, we got to give props to Pete. Uh, I wish he was in our chat room right now because Pete gave us props because uh, the next news of the week was the next Hall of Fame entrances. And uh, as you can see by Bearded Master's shirt, go ahead and say something, sir. Our foundation, baby, yeah, Our that's fans, right. Hall of Fame. Now, isn't that nice that we got the kudos because we mentioned this what about just under a month ago when he started talking Hall of Fame? That yeah, hey, well, man, that. I'm pretty sure
2: we mentioned this like three months ago when he passed, yeah, yeah and then came back up a month and a half ago, two months ago. Um, absolutely, what you know, and when it comes down, here's the thing. And I know, you know, this, when the Heart Foundation was going big, that was, I know that was in the middle of your heyday. As uh-huh. far as, you know, when you watched watching the heaviest, because after that around after that, that's kind of when you started, like, kind of went away and then came back, you know. So you, what Heart Foundation was basically the core or was tag team wrestling when you were the first round of you really watching wrestling, correct? Dude, it was, they were the quintessential team, man. They were, they exactly. were, real, man. and they were, they were the tag team when I started watching wrestling when I was a kid, you yeah. know, Bret Hart was everywhere, the anvil was everywhere, and it was a heart foundation. My only concern, my only thing about this is the fact that you have the heart foundation. Personally, I feel like the entire faction should be getting brought in, not just the tag team, um, everybody, you know, British Bulldog, uh, Owen Hart, uh, P- Pillman, you know, I mean, they all should be coming in at this time. Again, if it's, it's going to be the heart Foundation, it needs to be the heart Foundation. Uh, each one of them is a Hall of Famer by the factions. Uh, I mean, they're bringing in DX faction. Why not, why not bring in Hart
0: Foundation? I, here's, here's what I would say. When, and, and I guess this comes from how long you've been watching it kind of thing. When you tell me Hart Foundation, Bret Hart, Jim Night Hart. That's all I think of. Now, granted, they did have Owen Hart. They had the Bulldog. I mean, they had a a, a a next-level version of it, which I think was more created for the fact that there was so much discontent with Bret Hart and he needed something to happen in case something did go wrong, which it did over time. But when you when you when you to me when you say heart Foundation, that's the only two people I think of. It was Jim Nambel, Neidhart and Bret Hart. Not a single, no Brian Pillman, no Owen Hart, no other kind of Hart Foundation combinations came into my mind. It was just them two. It would be nice to have them there. By all means, please do. And, and like we talked about just around wow. a month ago, Neidhart passed away. Or when we were talking about it. Owen needs to be in the freaking uh, uh, Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about it. That would have been a nice way to get in there. Uh, and 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 so we still have time, I guess, in a sense that maybe they could tweak something. Um, but that, I mean, unfortunately, that's what I thought of when they said the Heart Foundation. Those are the, those are the guys I think of, the originals. Mm-hmm. Who do you think? Who do you
2: think introduces them? Because it only it better be only one person.
0: Uh, I'd be now for the South to me. Because he Thank was that exactly that's that's yeah, who I think. Yeah.
2: It has to be the mouth of the South. If it's not anybody but Jimmy Hart, then it's a fail. And when I say anybody, yes, that even includes
0: Natalia Neidhart. And you know what? You mentioned this, and I agree with you. I really do hope that they do not ask Natalia to speak for her dad. No disrespect to her or anything like that. But full no, be- no, disrespect. She's horrible on the mic. I, I don't care about the mic. This is a totally different – like, this isn't even supposed to be a mic No, I know. Thing. But I'm just saying, like, it's not as a promo. She's just horrible
2: talking on the mic. Her facial expressions, her mannerisms, she's not good with a mic in hand and delivering words. And I think <laughs> it, it'll devalue the Hall of Fame and the acceptance for her dad. And she's going to be crying the whole time. I mean, the ovation she got at the end of the match was –
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mind freak, get in on this, man. Uh, sorry. <laughs> ah, here we go. I'm good. <laughs> ah, I, you know, the reason why I don't think they should they should have her on there is because a it takes away from the actual heart scenario itself. He earned it, not her. He earned it, and I think I think Brett the Hitman Hart could speak. For him, or even have Jimmy, if they used him as the intro, can speak for him. But Natalia, as a whole, uh, she'll have her time. I know you guys are going to hate to hate to hear this, but at one point or another, she will be in there as well. Uh, it's it'll be a long time. She'll have she'll her be moment. there before Owen. Uh, unfortunately, yes. Um, but yeah, right, I, I hope they do not use her. As a speaking point, I think a uh, 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 speaker. I think they should just be keeping the, the the Brett Hitman heart because I'd rather hear from him and the guy who lived it versus the person who watched it from a family's point of view. And we know how the life of a wrestler is with their family and stuff. I'd rather Absolutely. just see the purity of it. So, um, well, and from the
2: rumors is that they're going to be changing the format a little bit. So maybe uh, more like timed speeches or whatever it may be. So it's not six hours like it was last year. And if that's the case, you give recognition. I don't even care. She can come out and accept it, you know, with, with Brett but or even walk him out. Um, but I think Brett needs to be the one that gives the speech and gets in, gets out,
0: and, and then they go on to the next one. Okay. So here's the first points for next week. I'm throwing it out there. Okay. Because they haven't announced the lineup or any order or anything like that, correct? For Hall of Fame? What's that? They have not announced anything for who's uh, the order of the Hall of Fame or anything like that, right? Correct. No. <laughs> okay, who is going to be the next two-time winner? Right now, we have we have Brett the Hitman Hart, we have Shawn Michaels, and we have Booker T. Out of those three, who do you think is going to be the the first one of the the, the next two timer? Who's it going to be? Out of who? So so. We have. Harlow he's essentially. Meet. He's essentially
3: what he's saying is with the order because you're gonna have uh, with these fractions. Oh, gotcha. Yeah.
2: yeah, who's gonna be the yeah. next two timer? Our Harlem Heat. It's gonna be Booker T. He'll be he'll be first before um, J- our Brett, and then obviously you know DX going last.
0: Yeah. Damn it! Yeah, I was thinking the same thing too. I guess we won't get points in for that one. We're all look picking at, the same. Look person.
2: at you trying to weasel some points out of this. Yeah, well, you, I know. Well, know Essentially, if you want to go on.
3: in the order, if you want to go in the order, it goes to order, not necessarily order of who gets in the Hall of Fame. But you have to to the, the entire take, card. No, no, it goes on the order of like who was announced first. So essentially, if you think about it, the first, uh, the second two timer in there is going to be Shawn Michaels with uh, the regardless do it. of the order.
0: Regardless, they don't do it that way. They, the the first person they announce is the headliner. After that, they don't do it in like they don't say, "Oh, next week," and then they do it that order. The headliner is yeah, always the they, whoever they announce
2: next week could be the first person to open it up. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh,
0: nice uh, glass there, sir.
2: I uh, do what I can. You know how it is. Well, this dude in the room. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, it comes with a. I'm not gonna lie. It comes with a matching set, and the other one does have the uh, cheater print. I left that one in the
0: cupboard. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Uh, yeah. So, but, over there. What's that? <laughs> I said somebody got the sauce over there. You got the sauce. You got the sauce, uh <laughs>
3: oh,
0: You know how it is. It was a long day at work. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that so congratulations to the Hart Foundation, well deserved. Uh, definitely better than Tori Wilson. Um, all right, so next bit of news. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this over to uh, Bearded Master because we have a new champion outside the WWE. Please give us the knowledge, sir. We don't have a new champion outside of WWE. I, I thought you were mentioning that earlier this. Uh, no, we right. have
2: a winner who's going to be facing headlining.
0: Thank for you for the the championship.
2: Um, you no, uh, this last week we finally got the finale finish of the New Japan Cup. Uh, I was half right on the final. Um, Tanahashi ended up losing to Sonata, and facing uh, Okada for the cha- for the cup, and Okada won. So now Okada will be headlining G One Supercard MSG next weekend against. Jay Switchblade White for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, um, a headlining match upon what truly will be a super card. Uh, if you – if there is any way – I mean, you can go on to IW, or, uh, newjapanworld.com. You can uh, – they have – every week they, they put the matches up there. Uh, you can go to Access TV. They have ma- they have New Japan on the weekly. Um, they, they they have w- uh, New Japan pro, uh, pro wrestling broadcasting at all times. Um, then they've actually gotten a lot quicker reactions compared to where they were before. So they do have those matches on there. Uh, definitely in a matchup. I mean, there. I mean, the uh, Okada versus Osprey match. Abushi um, mm-hmm. Naito, Abushi Saber Junior. Hell, if you just follow. Zack Sabre Jr. all the way through, you'll find some great matches. Oh, um, hell yeah. That guy tore it up in the NXT uh, tournament now. in the UK. He's and awesome. this dude is on fire because he's doing he's doing Ring of Honor, he's doing New Japan, and he's actually going to have a pretty big match at Supercard. Uh, hell, might as well just get into it now. Supercard going to be phenomenal. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea, Osprey's who is the New Japan Never Openweight Champion, will be fighting Jeff Cobb, the Ring of Honor TV Championship in a winner-takes-all. Roosh will be fighting Dalton Castle in a singles match, which is probably going to be the down card, a down match of the card, which is ridiculous because Roosh is phenomenal. Mayu Iwatani versus Kelly Klein. Hopefully, Kelly Klein's getting her Women's uh, World Championship back. Bully Ray... As we all know, Bully Ray is going to be fighting in a New York Street fight. Hopefully, his final wrestling match ever, because the dude needs to leave Ring of Honor and let them do their thing and quit being, well, as his name says, Bully. Um, they haven't announced his competitor or his, his uh, fighter is going to be, but I feel like it's probably going to be Flip Gordon. is coming back from an injury, um, and they have a pretty – Big history. This potentially would be like their third big match to finish it off. And why? What way to finish it off in a New York Street match? Uh, Isha Mori versus Dragon Lee and Bandito in a Junior Heavyweight Championship match, triple threat. That's going to be fantastic. Um, Zack Saber Jr. We just talked about is actually. This is kind of frustrating. A lot of these matches just named in a couple days within the last few days. Uh nehisi just lost an IWGP title like a month ago. Yeah. Hey,
0: before, just jumping in really quick, I just want to say uh, welcome to the chat, uh, b 4 Ben, and uh, happy belated birthday. There you go. All right, man, uh, do your thing. Oh, cool. Um,
2: on the 18th, hey, man, my birthday's on the 15th. Look at that. Um, Please, Jack Sabre Jr., uh, Tanahashi, man, he's this is kind of frustrating me because he's taking him out of the championship match, putting him in the British. Championship versus Zack Saber Jr., which will be a great match. Um, Naito putting up his IC title against Kota Abushi. That's going to be a great match. Um, Jay Lethal, Marty Squirrel, Matt Taven, as I've already called it and said it will be a triple threat ladder match for the Ring of Honor World Championship. That match is going to be fantastic. And the only match on this card that can even go above that match is going to be the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Jay Switchblade White Versus Kashiga Okada And their match At G1 Climax at Cal Palace In July was Oh man it was phenomenal the, And the fact that Jay White Beat him then Does Jay White retain Does Okada revenge And get the revenge match uh, I don't know it's going to be crazy This. Oh and then the, the Another winner takes all match Tag team championship Ring of Honor New Japan was going to be Guerrillas of Destiny, who's Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa, versus Bill and Enterprise, who won the bouts in the Briscoes a week and a half ago. Um, but now, Ally J, Evil and Sonata, and the Briscoe brothers are now interjected in a four-way winner-takes-all tag team match. Um, as we're going to get into matches in a little bit, we talk about the, the you know triangle ladder match, the TLC matches between E&C, Hardys, and Dudleys. This is another – this is this matchup right here for double title, it can make those matches look like preschool matches because these guys are
0: fantastic every time they're in the ring. I've actually seen some of their highlights of their matches as I've been kind of looking out to it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They can definitely flip the switch and, and take that to a whole new level uh, from what I've seen so far. And I'm hoping I can really get the uh, – uh, the ability to uh, to actually get to see those matches because, yeah, there's been a lot of hype, uh, especially being the same weekend as WrestleMania. Uh, you said it's at MSG, so that's going to be uh, Saturday night, I'm assuming, right? Or is yep, Sunday? Saturday
2: night, same time as the Hall of Fame. So I will not be watching Hall of Fame because I will be at MSG watching that instead. I think the Hall of Fame, isn't
0: it Friday night though? Because they do NXT TakeOver Saturday night.
2: Wow, you were really out of it. They actually moved NXT because they didn't want to compete with G1 SuperCard. NXT is now Friday night, and Hall of Fame is on Saturday night.
0: Yeah, man, man, hooked on phonics did not work for me this last week. All right, no, damn it, obviously not. Oh, when is the for you? Oh, there you go. Hey, welcome back, buddy. You've been gone for a month. All right. I um, <laughs> no, uh, last week. That's a deal. Yeah, I was here last week, and I was
3: gone for sickness and shit, so don't do yeah. that. I was on the <laughs> shelf, bro. I was on the shelf. Uh, you
0: were hanging with <laughs> Coach and don't
3: lie. <laughs> no, I was
0: on the shelf for two weeks, bro. man. <laughs> Come <laughs> <laughs> on the Oh, man. All right, so so thank you for the heads up on it. Yeah, please watch. Uh, try to get to watch this match. Like I said, we try to we try to promote all all the uh, the wrestling uh, matches out there, just not WWE. So uh, and that goes for myself as well. I'm hoping to be able to see those because yeah, there's been a lot of positive hype. And like I mentioned before, man, Kota Ibushi is my kid's favorite wrestler. So man, I got to try to I, I got to own up and stock up on watching some of that video, man. Um, so we've got we've got WrestleMania coming around here pretty soon. I do believe there's one more piece of news I want to get to today uh, before we jumped into it. While we're uh, while we're getting ready to think about that and everything, if you're if you're joining us in the chat uh, or if you're listening, join us on Twitch because we're going to be talking about uh, getting ready for WrestleMania. We're going to be talking about some of our uh, uh, what we consider our favorite WrestleMania moments and matches. Uh, take a second to uh, jump in, and you can let us know on the uh, on the Twitch chat. Uh, you can follow us, obviously, and listen and make comments on YouTube or whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, thanks again for Malice Corp for allowing us to uh, jump on here. Once again, it's malice-corp.com. Uh, check out the website there, and you can see all of our past casts, and also you can see all the other shows. Uh, this Right now they're into, the, I think, third week. Uh, next week on Monday night at 8 p.m. for the Walking Dead cast. Uh, and that's Pacific Standard Time. Also to go with the main cast Friday night, uh, Pacific Standard Time on Twitch. Uh, so please check out the site. Check out all the fun stuff. And like I mentioned just earlier, make sure you check us out. Wherever you're listening or watching us, like us, subscribe us, comment us, share us. Please do everything you can to help us out as we're getting things moving and grooving here. So, uh WrestleMania, oh, like, grooving, grooving. almost like wine uh, and dining, uh, styling it, styling it, profiling. <laughs> uh, yeah, in, yeah. continue with that? Come on, bro! Woo! <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, whoa! Big news! You said there was another big news. There was a big. There was a big return this week on on SmackDown. Did either of you guys see it?
0: What did I miss? i sure
2: oh, I saw it, but what did I say? Oh, man. Derek, you didn't notice it either? No. Hot damn. I figured if anyone knows you wouldn't notice. It was the return of the Good Brothers. Gallows and Anderson were part of the gauntlet match. They were back That's on right. WWE. That's hey.
3: great, right, dude. I can't believe that slipped my mind, dude. I was watching I, was I mean, like. You know, I mean, poor little
2: Carl got beat pretty damn quick. But yeah. They were back
0: on that. TV. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, that might be the last time we see him for a while. Damn it! Um yeah. uh, he, he TV, the TV rights. Yeah, but that—that that was actually the last piece of news that we finally got. Uh, Kobe Kingston has earned his spot in WWE, and he will be facing Daniel Bryan. Did uh, he? That, oh, did he earned you? it last. He earned it last week and the week before, but then the, the new did day went and clarified it. I mean, he did lose the Bryan. Oh, you mean after they added him in after the, the gauntlet match was I mean, practically good? I mean, uh, you know.
2: Oh, man. You know? I don't care what anyone says. I don't care how he got in. Some bitch is in, and that's all that matters. The fact yeah, I don't yeah. care. And here's the thing you know, we look at the storyline, and every week it's talking about, oh, this is a racial storyline. This is race, driven This is Vince doesn't like you know African Americans. Race, Vince doesn't like blacks. Whatever it might be, I never thought that was it one bit. Um, the entire time, I've always felt it was the B players that they were talking about that they were really, really talking about. And I, if you if you still think that, then you obviously were watching TV because as a, on, on Tuesday night, Vince came out and was like, "Kofi is still a B player and always will be." You guys are B-player level tag teams. They're the longest-reigning tag team champions in history. Yeah, he called them a B-player tag team. Like, are you joking right now? Yeah, so obviously man. The entire thing was to make you think it was one thing, and obviously it wasn't. Um, but, no, I, I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I think that I do think that we're still in for one more swerve or one more thing to happen come, come Tuesday night. Um, it just who knows what's going to happen. I don't think Vince is happy. He didn't seem happy at the end of it. He did say Kofi's going to WrestleMania. He did end it by saying, but can a B-level player like Kofi win the championship? Um, I do think that we still have one more thing coming for us, and it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen on Tuesday night.
0: Mm-hmm. I concur. I, I concur. It was, it was good to see, though. And you know what? The gauntlet match as uh... – I don't know if you want to call. I don't want to say predictable, but let's just say déjà vu. What the hell? Um, it was still a good match, and I liked the I like the gauntlet they ran. It was good to see the good brothers. Uh, it was. I'm not gonna lie, watching
2: Kofi. I, if Kofi wins that championship at WrestleMania, Bearded Master might be hiding his eyes behind his beard because I know I guarantee I might spread one. One might just drip down, just drip down a little because last night. It was like, oh, man, that was touching. They got, even though the countout win was, was lame as hell. Yeah, uh, yeah that, it, that, by the that, way, it, that
0: table is not that heavy. We've seen it flip right? over many yeah. times. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Was like, no. like, oh, my gosh. that. You know, uh, Bickey's lifting it up with all his muscles. Like, yeah, did he, he sell it or what, now?
0: dude? He yeah, sold, yeah, it. sold it.
2: Come on. Byron Saxton can come around and lift that thing up. Come on, dude.
0: Yeah. And, and, and then to top of it all off, he's laying down there. Uh, Rowan's laying there. He's like, it, it, it reminded me of that scene from freaking uh Austin Powers. Get out of the way! Get out of the way! <laughs> it, just, it just took forever from the. Oh, wow. He sold it too much. He, he sold it too much. So, uh, but that was awesome to see. It's good to see that Kofi finally got it. Um, Congratulations to him. Well, hopefully, like you said, there might be one more swerve. But I, I can tell you right now, man, that was a big pop the minute that match happened, man. The minute that when that, that three-count went, uh, it was cool to see that. And then at the end, everyone three came count. out and said – Ten-count? Oh, uh, ten-count. Know, and then everyone coming out at the end and, and giving the kudos. Oh, uh, uh, I'm going to get up and cheer. Yeah, Brian Saxton, good job. Uh, Byron. I mean,
2: I, I, I don't know how Derek can get – off the mic and go into the ring and then show up here for the group record live tonight. <laughs> oh, uh, I know. I know. Magic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or it was a wrestling podcast. So you guys ever see Leonard Kenny?
2: Ninja does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, so I thought well, the way we'd end this show off tonight is we take a couple minutes, we start getting the WrestleMania mode, because uh, next week it's, it's our prediction show. And the way it's going, if you're going to be watching our cast, you better bring a whole six-pack of beer, uh, potentially some no-dos, because with so many damn matches we're going to be talking about, man, this going to be a big cast. Um, but I thought this week we'd start off by start talking about WrestleMania. Uh, kind of get the flavor going, the last thing we talked about, and then we'll go into it next week. And what I wanted you guys to talk about are, are your favorite WrestleMania either matches or moments. Some things that just kind of pop up. It could be one or two of them because uh, we got, you know, we got about 11 minutes of fill here. We got it. Um, but I wanted you guys to just talk about your stuff. Uh, I, I, I could tell you I'm already giving you my answer just by the shirt I'm wearing. Uh, my favorite WrestleMania moment was literally watching WrestleMania, the first one ever. Uh, I watched it with my family. I was in military housing. My dad was in the Navy. I had a bunch of my friends over. There was even some weird-ass show. Like It was a weird setup because I remember we watched Top Gun on pay-per-view. And then there was some movie that came on right before it. I don't even know. I was trying to look up for the name for it. But it was some weird-ass wrestling movie where I just remember some dude's head gotten kicked off in the middle of the ring or something like that. It was crazy. It was a stupid wrestling movie that they played right before WrestleMania. And then you watch WrestleMania, and you got Mr. T and Hulk Hogan going against Roddy Piper and uh, Cowboy Bob Orton. And, uh, and let me tell you, man, that right there, Roddy Piper, that was Roddy Piper at his dirtiest, man, his ugliest. It was awesome. Um, the WrestleMania as a whole was a whole big show. You had Muhammad Ali as a special referee. Uh, you had Liberace coming out with the rockets. I mean, there was so much stuff going on, and you had Grill Monsoon and uh, Bobby the Brain uh, and Jesse Ventura doing the commentary. And it was just—it was amazing to see the actual first WrestleMania. And now we're talking about next week WrestleMania
2: 35. Could you see? So. Could you even tell that he was wearing yellow and red trunks? Do the black and white TV?
0: Oh, you're funny. Oh, uh, you I do what I can. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) will (laughs) say though, channel like this, dude. To get to it on the box, man. It is. Oh, that's cool. I mean, WrestleMania
2: one, I wasn't even born yet. I wasn't born until right before WrestleMania three happened. (laughs) But it was awesome. Which is why, which is why, you know, me coming into the world, and then WrestleMania three having arguably. One of the greatest wrest, not only just matches, but WrestleMania matches and moments ever, in Savage and Steamboat yes. My goodness, you know I watched that earlier yeah. today. As much as I love that match, I was, you know, I, I was, I forgot about the finish of that match with with George Animal Steel and Turnbuckle and, and, so and the, the, the weak ass rollover. That yeah, Steve God on Randy. Yeah. It was like this amazing, phenomenal, absolutely fantastic <laughs> balls to the wall, metal to the floor, or you just pedal the metal, uh, just just full on match ended such a weak ass roll up and it was like, really?
0: Dude, I-, I to to, to their defense though, man, when you watch that match, good God, dude, that was that was probably one of the most like uh, that was a good match like they put everything into it they were done that roll-up was pretty much the last in their tank right there man it, it, you know it's watching that that's that's also a favorite moment of mine in wrestlemania but that match itself was just it, it was the bar at the time man you know mine um, what's uh, what's your favorite match dude or one of your or some of your favorite matches
3: well, I, I'll tell you right off the bat, um, and the reason I remember this match is because it's one—it's a fantastic match. String. I
2: like class. the Miz versus John Cena at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
3: You know
2: it. Uh, you know no. I know. I know,
3: sorry, I, know bro. I know. It's okay, bro. No, I remember this one because I was thirteen years old, and this was my birthday present for my parents because that's all I wanted. Was this like WrestleMania thirty? WrestleMania nineteen. The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Rock
2: Austin, number three is your favorite match. Yeah. Interesting.
3: Okay. Stone Cold. Stone Cold, I, did, I was I was 13 years old, dude. No, that's cool. To no, no. A little bit, you know? Go ahead, talk crap. Um no,
2: no, no, man, no, 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 no crap no. <laughs> so that's that's one of my that's one of my top <laughs> seven matches. Um, yeah. 13. because I, I I know I know WrestleMania was when I was 13 what WrestleMania was on when you were th- when you were 13,
0: uh, Ken? Well, let's see here. That would be, uh, that'd be he's WrestleMania. like, Wrestle-
2: he's like WrestleMania one. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, 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 no. That would be because I was 10 at that time. So that would be WrestleMania three, I guess, or three? four. Oh,
3: okay.
2: yeah. Three. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So my, my 13th birthday was WrestleMania 2000. Uh, and two of my favorite matches are from that card. Um, uh, but no that that was a, that was in here in Anaheim, uh, I remember I remember when I was a kid like, uh my grandparents were taking me out all day shopping for my birthday like just take me out bought me everything I wanted whatever but they knew they had to get me home because that was WrestleMania day it was Sunday it was WrestleMania and I remember I, I, yeah it had to be Directv, um they had an all day long WrestleMania so they were airing from WrestleMania one through WrestleMania fifteen. Right to lead up until WrestleMania 2000, uh, I literally had like VHS tapes, which are irrelevant now because we all have the network. But <laughs> I have v VA- My dad was home, and because I wasn't going to be there until right before 2000 started, he was popping tapes in all day long <laughs> to make sure I had the entire collection that's of WrestleMania on, v- on awesome. VHS, uh, oh, which, yeah. like I said, is irrelevant because they're all now on every single device I have wherever I go, uh, which is crazy the way things are, you know, 13 or 19 years later. Um, but no, that, that was fantastic. So you said, so Rock and Austin, that would have been just a regular steel's match. Um, no title that match. It was, uh, I believe, a no DQ. Um, and that was like, that was the first time the Rock beat Austin at WrestleMania. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, my favorite match uh, was actually Uh, Austin versus rock number two at WrestleMania 17. Uh, It was returning Steve Austin. I remember the whole thing. Uh, Royal Rumble. He won the Royal Rumble winner uh, that year. Obviously, Austin is my number one wrestler of all time. Uh, He came back finally from all his injuries. He was returning. I remember Royal Rumble that year. He was my pick to win it all. Came in and won it all. And then he went to WrestleMania. And it was like The Rock was a champion finally because obviously, you know, Hunter was gone. And so he was the face of the company finally. And then Austin's back and it's like, I'm taking my, my belt back. This is me. This is my company. And he did. And that that I just the match was fantastic. I loved it. Uh at first I thought it was a better match than the WrestleMania fifteen. Um yeah, it was it was just it was fantastic.
0: I, you know. Stone. Now, overall, my favorite moment was seeing the original one and stuff because obviously, you know, ranking. I agree with you though, man. When it comes down to it, Stone Cold to me has been my favorite wrestler uh, out of all the eras combined, uh, just because uh, the the connection that Stone Cold had with the fan base. I think he was truly what? the first. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, he. It was just he was the what? first one. What? Of- <laughs> i'm sorry he was first, no, he was He was the first one to actually like he wasn't forced it wasn't something that was like uh say your prayers eat your vitamins kind of thing uh he was well, actually the one that actually met the blue I mean, caller you know
3: yeah. i'm gonna drink a big glass of milk
0: <laughs> <laughs> then there's that yeah um <laughs> I, I'm looking now Now, one of the things that when I'm going through the matches and everything like that, I, I looked at some of the, uh, some of the, you know, if you go and research and everything, the one list that I thought was pretty freaking cool was one that they, uh, uh, that Bleacher Report did. That was, that was ah, uh, I don't know if you saw it in top 20. Uh, I'm just going to run through it really quick and see what you thought. All right, thinking hold on. Prospect.
2: Are you going to run through the matches or moments?
0: Just gonna run through the matches.
2: Okay, hold on. Before you do that, let me just throw out my top seven because I want to see how many of my top seven or six are in there. All okay, right, go for it. All right, so, um, in no particular order. Uh, obviously, yeah. Rock Austin 17 is my number one.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: but then I have Rock and Austin 15, Brett and Steve, uh, Brett and Austin at WrestleMania 13, Savage and Steamboat at WrestleMania 3. And then, like I said, I have two from 2000. The first triangle ladder match that basically changed the game between E and C, Hardys and Dudley Boys for the tag team championship. That match was phenomenal. Um, it was a groundbreaker, and it led to so many better matches and so many things that happened. We get, we have. Let's put this way: we have money in the bank matches now that ideally really got the kickoff because of what happened with TLC. Uh, we have a pay per view because of this. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, and then. WrestleMania 2000 is a match that doesn't really get talked about a lot because of people surrounding the match. There was a triple threat match for two titles, uh, Intercontinental Championship, European Championship, Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit. Kurt Angle walked in with both titles, walked out with neither without being pinned with either belt. So Benoit won the first pin, IC Championship, by pinning Jericho. Jericho won the second belt or second uh, title with European by beating Chris Benoit. The current angle wasn't even in the ring for it, uh, <laughs> but, the, but the match, I mean, when you look at the match, you have angle, Benoit and Jericho. Those truly are three of the best wrestling technicians to ever enter the squared circle. Yep. And when you yep. have all three of them in a match fighting for two titles at once, Man, that that match was so awesome. And if it wasn't for the tragedy with Benoit, that match I guarantee you would be talked about and showcased a lot more than it
0: really is. Well, that's, or why than, it, that it is. that's why we're here. That's why we're here because absolutely, yeah. That is that is one of the better matches. Absolutely. Hey, you got you got some of your favorite five, your top five. Uh, my freak.
3: Uh,
0: I think about it for a second. I'm tired. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm running. I'm running. I'm running on. Uh, so, so I'm not going to give you any of mine because of the fact that I've already seen the list, but I can tell you that at least three of them were in the top ten. Uh, it wasn't the top one, though. Uh, so number 20, which I think is hilarious, it is, is just kind of tells you what kind of quality matches we have, uh, is Edge versus uh, Mick Foley with the burning table. So that's number 20. Uh, that's that WrestleMania. Gosh, I wish I could remember what WrestleMania that was. Isn't that oh, isn't that like McFoley's like last match? I believe so, and I think yeah. it, might have been, it was just a hardcore match. It was uh, 2006. Yeah, I believe that was his retirement match. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, yeah, and then and then number 19, you got uh Hogan and uh, Ultimate Warrior. Uh, in 19, yeah, Hogan Ultimate Warrior, the 1991. Uh, number eighteen, Stone Cold versus uh, Vince McMahon, deal with the devil match. Uh, number seventeen was uh, Shawn Michaels' retirement match, uh, WrestleMania twenty-six versus The Undertaker. Uh, yeah, versus The Taker at number seventeen. <laughs> number fifteen is uh, WrestleMania fourteen. Excuse me, is that, is that fourteen or no? Yeah, that's no uh, oh, nineteen. Excuse me. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. That was the one where Brock Lesnar did ah, superstar press. When he fucked that up. Yeah, when he Yeah, exactly. Uh WrestleMania, all right, number 15 was WrestleMania 28. And that was the uh, Undertaker uh Triple H match. That was that was WrestleMania, that was uh Triple H 101, right? Uh, no, that was the last one. Oh, that was two,
2: okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. that was number two. Uh, oh yeah, because 14- we were at 27 That's right Yeah, number 14 was Wrestlemania 23 That was the uh, uh, Bobby Lashley match Where it was the Billionaires match Or whoever yeah. lost it the shaved head uh, That was with, uh, yeah our
2: Bobby Lashley three. Bobby
0: Lashley, who it was Lashley and Umaga? Yeah, Umaga, that's right, yeah uh, Number 13 was the Wrestlemania Uh 24 match that was uh the rick flair Shawn michaels uh rick's yep. retirement yeah mm-hmm. that was actually in my top 10 they had it at 13 so uh number 12 uh was wrestlemania 21 and it was when batista won the, the belt it was the uh, the next generation match they call it which is actually a good call on that one uh number 11 you have uh The three icons where you had Stone Cold, uh, The Rock, and and Hulk Hogan. It wasn't
2: necessarily oh, that was a match that was that start off that was WrestleMania 31, right?
0: Yeah, no, no, WrestleMania 30. That was the kickoff for next, yeah. Oh, you know,
2: oh, yeah, let's have Was it number 11? Is that the number 11? No, what pick is this? Oh, that was number 11, yeah, yeah, number 11. So, number 11 pick is a pick where. Hulk Hogan jacked up the entire name of the whole or the building they're standing in. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you call it, Superdome? Yeah, Superbum yeah. Superbum? yeah. Uh, oh god! Uh, yeah, this was oh, this, this a top twenty, and the guy didn't even get the name of the building right.
1: But I get it.
2: I get it because it's, it's Hogan, Austin, and Rock. Yeah. I get it.
0: Now, number ten, I think was the first oh shit moment at WWE, and it was uh, WrestleMania six. Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior, and Ultimate Warrior winning the belt. Because at the time, he was the IC champ. But I think it was the first time that I recall that anyone had the IC and the heavyweight championship all at the same time. Am I correct on that, or am I missing that? No, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And that was an oh-shit moment for me because I know you, guys, you know, guys were young and stuff. To see Hulk Hogan, who at that time I think was three and a half years deep in a championship run, get beat, and it wasn't just get beat. He got beat. That match was probably, I think it was five minutes at the most, and, and it was getting grill pressed and getting that stupid splash, and he loses his belt just like that. That was like, holy crap. That was an oh shit moment that I can still remember to this day. Uh, number nine, WrestleMania seven, Uh Shawn Michaels winning his first belt. That was in my top ten. Uh, this one actually ranked a little higher, but, man, it was it, it, it's more of a moment versus anything, I guess, was WrestleMania 8, or excuse me, WrestleMania 10 this number eight. Uh, Owen. Is it Owen and Brett? No, no, Benoit
2: and Guerrero. Benoit and Guerrero?
0: Yeah. with well, WrestleMania was, 10? Yeah.
2: Benoit wasn't even in the WWE at WrestleMania 10. Neither
0: was oh, Guerrero. Dear. Sorry, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong WrestleMania 20, excuse me. WrestleMania okay. 20. My I was looking at fives. I was looking at 10 singing five. Sorry. Yeah, WrestleMania 20 when Chris Benoit won the belt. Okay. And and then Guerrero came out at the end and stuff. That was I, that was cool. Uh Wrestle uh, number seven, WrestleMania seven. Macho man uh wins his belt and wins his match and then uh Miss Elizabeth comes back. That uh I got the ladies back
2: into it. That was uh when uh, Sensational Sherry was in his corner, right?
0: Yep, and then and then she turned on him, and Elizabeth yep. came out and just out of the, out of the stands and just started smacking on him, and then they got her back just like yep. that. WrestleMania. Elizabeth, will you marry me? I want you, Elizabeth. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's number six. I actually thought this was number five to me, uh, and we already mentioned already WrestleMania 18, uh, The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. Absolutely, that's, I def- be- that's,
2: a, I- that's a definitely a big match. Absolutely. Yeah. Not even for the quality of match, because the quality of match wasn't a high quality match. And no. uh, but the the in, like the impact of that match. Like the fact that they're standing there in, in um was it they weren't in Toronto, were they? Oh um, no, because WrestleMania 18 was in yeah, Toronto. No,
0: no, yeah, you no, that is 18. No, that is in- Toronto. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah, yeah. the fact that they were standing there in the center of that ring and just the whole like, when you talk about a square up and just a stare down, that is has become the epitome of it. The standing ovation, the crowd, the roar, the fact that they waited like, two minutes before they even had a match, just side each other up because of the noise. Like, when we talk about having a face-off in the ring, yeah. that's what we're looking for. You yeah. know, every time we're cool. talking about having that big match moment in the ring, face-to-face with this person versus that person, that's what we want. And that's what we got, and it was that moment right there. Out of the match, to me, the match isn't one of the greatest matches ever, but that moment can yep, easily yep. go down as one of the biggest moments ever—not oh, just
0: WrestleMania, I
1: would
2: ever.
0: Hollywood versus yeah. The Rock.
2: Also, Steve Austin beat Razor Ramon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, number number five, and yeah, this is definitely in the top five. Uh, WrestleMania fourteen, and that would be Stone Cold winning his belt with uh, Mike Tyson as the oh. uh, special guest referee. Oh, that's right, Shane or Sean. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was actually the first. I think that was the first uh, major pay per view that they had that actually flipped the, the the Monday Night Wars too. I think that was the big one that finally put in WWE's favor at that point. Was having Stone Cold win the belt. Well, yeah, but that no,
2: but. That and following, Mick that Foley following was the, year. Yeah,
0: right, yeah. and
2: the Mick Foley thing happened that fall because the belt was going back and forth between Mick and Austin and Rock until yep. WrestleMania 15 happened.
0: Yep. And then you've got number four. And I mentioned this, the birth of uh, WrestleMania 1 itself, the main event, uh, Hogan and Mr. T versus Piper and Norton. Uh Dude, just everybody that was there, man. I mean, I forgot there was Cindy Lauper that was there too. They had a bunch of big time names that first one. So, uh, number three, uh, WrestleMania Thirty comes back, and guess what it is? WrestleMania what? WrestleMania. Daniel
2: 30. No, oh. no, it's the Undertaker. Really, Undertaker losing the streak is number three. Number three. Oh my God! Wow.
0: Yup, number three. Uh all right, two more to go. You're, we're almost there. Almost there. If Hogan and
2: Andre is number one, I'm disconnecting my headset and I'm walking out. So number two, what do you think it is? Number two, it has to be. Here's what's here's what's crazy because there's no Daniel Bryan winning the titles in this, and that's ridiculous. No. Here's I don't know what direction it's going to go. It's gonna be, it has to be, Hogan, Andre, and, or, and Brett, and and Sean, and 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 um, and Austin. Those have to be the two moments.
0: Okay, yeah. so which,
2: what do you think is number two? I because it's Bleacher Report, I'm saying it's probably gonna be Austin Hart in number two, and Hogan, Andre, number one, because Bleacher Report, uh, bullshit report.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Artie, what do you? I mean, uh, my freak, what do you think? I'm gonna say the same. And that's our cast for Malice Cast tonight, guys. Thank you.
2: Yeah.
3: All right, guys. Well, you can follow me at uh, Red right Over My Shoulder, you at You can follow. You
2: can find me nowhere because I'm disconnecting, <laughs> and I'm going to go on a tirade in a
0: little bit. Um, yeah. No, report. I, I concur. They should have switched. You. You are was right.
2: It? Oh my gosh! Seriously, right. That was that was
0: two and one. Right, number two. And then Hogan, Andre were number one, but that, and here's my thing: I think Stone Cold and the Heart could have were good at number two. Okay, they even could have been number one. But you are right; I think Daniel Bryan's championship win should have been number one.
2: Here's that the thing:
0: been- Hogan, Andre it wasn't even the biggest thing that happened on
2: that paper on that card.
0: It, you know what it was, man? It's, it's because just, of, when-
2: it, it was because that was the first icon versus icon. And for what it meant for wrestling as far as Hogan taking the torch literally from Andre, I get it. But yeah. we talked about – earlier. oh, my God, that match just was – it was so bad because Andre couldn't even stand up.
0: Oh, I, I yeah. get it, yeah. I mean, I will tell you this, though, and, and look at it like this, dude. If you haven't seen the Andre 30 for 30 documentary from ESPN, first of all, you're not HBO. sure wrestling. HBO. Or HBO, excuse me. You're not your wrestling fan. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. And then when you look at that, you'll have a little bit more respect, I guess, for that match because I I remember watching that match and it was rough to watch. It wasn't even a. It was Andre throwing punches. It was Andre giving a shoulder block. It was Andre doing a bear hug for a short period of time, and it was Andre gripping the ropes. But now it was Andre doing all that because Andre could barely walk at that point. And so watch that – watch that – if you haven't seen it, watch it and then have more respect for the match. But I concur. It's definitely not the number one match, but you are right. That's the reason why it is. It was because it was that first major turning point in wrestling entertainment. Uh, it, it, it was the standard barrier for what
2: – And, you know, not to not to fully crap on Bleacher Report because obviously they're doing big things and they got, you know, a website and TV shows and radio shows <laughs> and we're here doing um, a podcast. Um, but this list is a mixture of moments and matches. And do wh- you say that it was what was the name of the top what was the headline of the match? Of the car or the, uh, the list?
0: The the number one match? No, no. What was the name of the list that they put together? Oh, my apologies. It was, it was supposed to be actually top matches, but they actually threw some moments in there. See, so that, that's that's what
2: that's why I bring this up is that here they are talking about top matches, top twenty matches in WrestleMania history, yet they Didn't just talk about matches, and they talk about moments because Andre versus Hogan is a moment, not a match. Hogan versus Rock
0: is a moment, not a match. Uh, You know what? You know what? I apologize. I'm gonna defend and retract a part of my statement. Um, it it, it, they did rank it as moments. I got it confused. They did have moments. My apologies. My apologies. I mixed it with the prior uh, list I was looking at. Wow. This one I had a little bit of content on, to it. Hooked on Phonics strikes again. Yeah,
2: we yes. A, we need to hire an official stat boy. So if you guys want to be an official stat boy of Malice Core Smack Talk, by all means, add us, at me, whatever it might be. Come and join us the chat room. Uh, we will get an official stat boy from Masonic Vader. Thank you. I, I you keep, I keep you keep can track. be the Virgil to his million dollar man.
1: I got it. I got This is the producer. I got to chime in for a couple things really quick. But yeah, yeah the, the moments producer. factor of Andre and Hulk is because it was the David and Goliath moment. It was that first big like oh, you know
2: David versus Goliath? I'm pretty sure David oh, was man. a midget.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was- that's hey, hey, hey. that's this what a was, lot of people was, call like, it. This
2: was Godzilla versus King Kong. Yes, I know.
1: Kong this out. the well the, that they called it David cuz when he's looking up to him just the the height factor. Um He was like
2: 3 inches taller than him.
1: It doesn't look like that on screen, but uh <laughs> the, the 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 whole thing about that is what you bring up about Bleacher Report having all that stuff. You know they got they got to be worried about those little small companies coming up like Malice Corp. So um, yes. <laughs> we are the whole game <laughs> <and> right now. <laughs> yes. And lastly, get some better get some better glasses, Masonic. Last that's the last thing I got to say. Just get some better glasses to read the things better. Um, Thank you. I, I concur. Yeah, I just had to come in and throw some <laughs> <smack> down.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I could take it like a champ, just like anyone else. Thank you very much. Um... But yeah, hey guys. So thank you for joining us. Uh, please, w- when you're following or watching us and putting your comments in, please tell us what your favorite moment or match was of WrestleMania. Uh, tell it. Tell them how much Masonic and, Vader. And can I read. gotta.
2: I gotta make a stab boy correction on myself. Um, apparently. Andre's like a whole foot taller than Hogan. So-,
3: <laughs> so if you're looking to be a stat boy for bearded one too, please at me and I'll get you guys the application for that.
2: Well, they would, but you never hear the answer, respond to it. So they can't really send it to you either.
0: Hey, you know what happened too, man, is his stat boy, a hand would come out of his beard and hold up a card. That's what it was. He was <laughs> the strand of hair.
2: With you know,
3: the knowledge for doesn't, Hogan. Have
2: nervous, doesn't
0: have a chin
3: under his
2: beard, it's only another fist. Marty's <laughs> a, there. He has a stack he says it's that card. A strand of hair that had the information on Hogan, Andre, must have got pulled out earlier or something. <laughs> so it was that one right here. Huh? I left my business, I left my body, and then I no longer retained that information.
0: Yeah, I've got a couple of those little strands as you can see growing right there. Yeah. So, uh, Hey, uh, Mind Freak, other than what they could see over this shoulder, because I'm pointing at it now because I figured it out after I don't know how long. Where else do you follow you? We're about Stay to hit our
3: year, way. man. Stay we're about, about your, to hit our year. I know, oh, dude. Oh, man, that is
2: right. I'm not going to lie. I think next week is our year because we started WrestleMania. I thought okay, we started right. after WrestleMania. Was it really after WrestleMania? Why we you got to Calm down, Snapboy. boy. Hey, Tony Regali. Relax why I got to go
0: Saxton on us?
2: <laughs> I apologize. I don't know well, what happened. All right, go for uh, it, dude. Where, where,
0: where can we find you or follow <laughs> you and watch you? Uh, you guys
3: can follow me right here on Twitch at twitch.tv uh, slash MindFreak. Uh, coming at you guys with high uh, octane gaming uh, content. Uh, I haven't been streaming for the last couple of weeks, obviously, because I've been on the shelf face injury. Uh, but hopefully, uh, within the next week, uh, streaming cycle schedule, all that will be continuing. Um, and as right over my shoulder, follow me at Twitter at MyFreakMLG.
0: Nice my bearded master.
2: You know, I'm trying to look at this real quick. And it says we have shows all the way back in February or January. Oh, never mind. That's, that's wrong. Never mind. That's not right. That's incorrect.
0: Once again, if you want to be a stat for for Bearded Master. <laughs> uh, anyways,
2: uh, <laughs> you can find me both Instagram and Twitter. i um, a Bearded Master as well as Boot to the Face. That's Boot Number Two, the Face on Twitter. Um, shameless plug. Not gonna lie. Um, for the next three days, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com backslash boot to the face and you can get any you can get one of the the merchandising shirts that are there we got a second shirt just dropped about two weeks ago um code word b2 b2 tf you can get 20 percent off the shirts not only that don't tell pro wrestling tees but input that code that, that code and you can actually get 20 percent off any t-shirt off pro wrestling tees out of any of the different stores that are on there um support local wrestling or podcasts and small streamers. Um, They don't just have us on there, but they have all the wrestlers that are non WWE. They even have WWE performers and wrestlers on there. So if you have a Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, you're a fan, you can get Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can get legends on there. This shirt, Bret Hart came from pro wrestling tees. Um, I know this sounds like a promotion, but it's not um, for them at least. Uh, but, yeah, you can find me, Boots to the Face, Bearded Master, always talking wrestling. Also, come Monday, it's WrestleMania T-Shirt Week, so please be wearing your WrestleMania T-Shirts. Shout out your favorite wrestlers while you're wearing them. Hashtag WrestleMania T-Shirt Week.
0: Yes. Awesome. Yes, and you can follow Masonic, me, Masonic Vader, as you can see uh, on Twitter, PlayStation Network, Masonic Vader 71 And like I always like to tell you, please – like our show, follow our show, share our show, put comments, whatever platform you're watching us on, please take a minute of your time to uh, let us know how you feel. Share, subscribe, all that stuff. We, we're just building up our, our community base. And I uh, like how we're sharing with Boot to the Face and other, uh, other ones out there. We're all one big group just working together. So uh, thank you guys so, so much for joining. Oh. Real quick
3: to be stat boy here. Uh, Looking back, the first show we had was April 19th of last year.
2: So a week after WrestleMania, because I'm not going to lie, I was totally looking it up too. Yeah, I Uh, know, right? Right? (laughs) Podcast.
0: Man, the one year show. Woo, wee. It's coming
2: up. Damn! All right, we made it. Oh boy, that's gonna—it's oh, gonna, that's gonna, it's gonna, that's gonna have to be a big show on that. right are gonna have something big for that one. Yeah. Not, you know. I,
1: I got Damn. some news for you guys. Uh, next week, you're gonna be canceled. <laughs> cool. <All> right,
2: guys, <laughs> so it's been
1: a great year. Well, well, uh, perfect, because I, like I have—I have to
2: pack for <laughs> New York City that night. So it looks like I got a free two hours now. No, no, New
0: York City.
2: New York City.
0: <laughs> ah, awesome. All right, guys. So, hey, thank you so much for showing up tonight. Thank you for joining the cast. Uh, We appreciate you all. And, of course, how we always like to finish our cast, we like to finish off with the one, two, three quality. Good night.